and welcome to episode two of Talk Strategy to Me. I am streaming straight into your ears to give you bite-sized chunks of all things strategy for you and your business. So let's dive straight into today's episode because I'm about to explain to you what a strategy is. Well, if you don't already know what a strategy is, then this is the episode to definitely listen to because I'm about to spill all. So it's a plan. And you're probably like, Carly, are you serious? Is that all it is? Have I really been stressing and overwhelmed by this whole strategy thing? And it is just a plan. Yeah. So it is a plan, (laughs) but my strategies are nothing but simple. So when I write a strategy, it ends up being around 30 to 50 pages in length. And that is because of the information that I put in my strategies, which I am definitely going to explain to you. When I'm writing my strategies, one of the things that I love my clients to do is to tell me their clear goals for the next three, six, and 12 months, and even five years down the track. And the reason why I ask for these goals is because I want to know from a really clear perspective what they are trying to achieve in their business. So that way, when I write the strategy for them, I can make sure that the actionable steps that I write in their document are very, very specific to their needs. No two strategies are ever the same that I develop. I write unique strategies for my clients. There is no cut and paste cookie cutter approach happening at Socially Graceful. So now that you know what it roughly is, let me explain what I actually include in my strategies. To begin with, I love to give them a really nice, clear business overview. And part of the reason why I love to do this is because sometimes having an outsider's point of view, looking in at the business can be super helpful. Some of the wording that I actually used in one of my client strategies back in April, they commented and said, oh my God, we are going to use this copy because we've never written it like this before. And this is fantastic. That gives you a great idea that sometimes an outsider's perspective is definitely needed in your business, but that's why I do it. So you wouldn't necessarily need to do a business overview. However, if you are sharing this document with a VA, maybe even a social media manager, it might be worthwhile to include this bit of information in your own document if you are creating one. And then I'd love to dive in and do a SWOT analysis because I find that they are super handy to be able to see what the potentials are and what's holding us back at the moment. Because sometimes we get caught up in the the big picture stuff and the goal, but if we don't know what's actually stopping us from achieving that, then we're just going to keep not hitting the right mark. And I start diving into the strategic vision. I map out the goals and I outline the why behind the goals. So what we are trying to achieve. And then I go through an audit. An audit I do on any of the social media, email marketing, or even their content marketing. It really, really depends on whether my client is purely social media, a mix of social and email marketing, or if they are a digital marketing client, which encompasses everything. 
that's when it will depend on what I go through. And I look at different things. So I might look at the engagement rates. I would also look at the consistency. However, if they're an ongoing client, I already know the consistency of their posts, particularly if I've been with them for longer than three months. And then I like to make some recommendations. From there, one of the things that we start to look at is the key platforms and the roles that they take when it comes to the awareness, consideration and conversion. We start looking at what we're trying to achieve and the key metrics that we really focus on. And if you're like, Carly, what's a key metric? Don't stress. We'll be explaining that later. I'm just giving you a really nice overview at the moment then I dive straight into the objective. So what it is that we are trying to achieve based on the goals and based where the business is currently at from that audit. From there, I set up a key performance indicator and we look at the measures. So how am I actually going to measure to see if that key performance indicator has been met? And I find it really, really helpful to look at it from the perspective and pull it all the way back. So to give you a really nice example, if we want to better engage our existing audience, well, I'm going to be looking at the engagement. I'm going to be looking at the likes, the comments, the shares, all of that. Then I like to dive into an audience strategy. When I'm doing this, I do up a little persona because I love writing from the little persona and explaining who they are and everything about them. And then I segment out their audiences, normally into two, sometimes into three different categories. From there, I develop their tone of voice style guide. And this is normally just a really nice overview. However, I can go deeper into this as well. It really just depends on the client and who I'm working with. If it's just a refresher of their strategy, I just do an updated overview. However, if it's a brand new client, then they get a really nice in-depth one that includes all the do's and don'ts and everything else. And then once I've done all that, I map out the customer journey and I really love to focus on where the customer is at varied points throughout that whole journey. So that awareness, consideration, conversion, service and brand loyalty stages. And once I have that mapped and I know what they're feeling at each point and the ease of use, I can start getting a really nice little to-do list that I need to do or potentially the client needs to do or outsource. So for example, if they need their website tweaked, then that is something that I would talk to them about. Once we have done that, I dive into their actual content plan. This is where I tell them what we are going to be doing for the next three months to achieve everything that I have just outlined in the objectives. I explain the content pillars that we'll be using and the frequency of which that we'll be using them. And for my lovely clients, because obviously a lot of things are turning to video content these days, I include information for them about things that I need them to video for me. And obviously my clients get access to me via Voxer and WhatsApp at any point throughout the day as well. So they can always run past ideas and opportunities for a video, or they can just double check that this is what they were thinking. If my clients are interested in collaborations, I love to do some sourcing and finding some potential influencers 
or even micro influencers who could work really, really well with them. Then once we've done all that, I start really looking at the key messaging, the hashtags that I'll be using and making sure that I make it known that engagement is really, really important because while we can be posting on an account, if you're not engaging with the community that's already there, it's going to fall short. And to be super honest, you're probably not going to hit your goals. If you're not replying to DMs and you're not replying to comments, then why will people leave them in the end? So have a think about that if you're like, oh, I hate engagement though. Then I develop up a nice little monthly plan. And this is something that repeats every single month, but it just really outlines for the client what I'll be doing each and every month from my action steps. And then I include what action steps they need to take as well as the key performance indicators. So how much growth I would want to be seen, how much engagement I want to be seen. Obviously, the key performance indicators that I include in this part of the document relate all the way back to the objectives that we set at the very, very beginning that relate to those goals. Can you see a pattern here? Then I'd love to finish up my strategy document with a bit of information on reporting because obviously my clients will get an end of month report each and every month. And I just explain what the overview of the analytics that I'll be reporting are of because I don't want to have to explain them each and every month. Rather, it's all included in the strategy document for them. So as you can see, my strategy document is a big one. And I know I have just zoomed through it at rapid pace, but don't stress because we will definitely be diving deeper into each of those little parts. Today's task for you before we wrap up today's episode. I want you to really sit down and work out your goals for the next three, six, and 12 months and five years. I want you to really think about what it is that you want for your business. And once you've worked that out, write them down, have them in a notebook, write them on like whatever platform you use. For example, I love using Notion. So I would actually put it in my notion as one of my goals. So I would actually write it in there. So that way I'm really, really aware of what I am working towards to move the needle forward in my business. If you're literally sitting there going, I don't know what goal I want to set, then I would really, really encourage you to go back and listen to last week's episode and understand your why. Because if you don't know why you're doing this business, then setting these goals is going to be so hard. Go right back to your why and find that out and then work out what it is you want and you want to achieve. Well, that was a big one. If you do have any questions, please feel free to DM me on social media. My inbox is always open. And if you loved today's episode, be sure to follow or subscribe and definitely share it around so that way all your business besties can hear it too.